Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, good evening to you, Chuck. Uh, how does progress go in the build-up to the Limiton game this week? Oh, well, look, when you're in the city of York and you've been here for a little bit over a week now after the, the warm-up match for Tommy Luluai, then, um, yeah, she's, everything's on, a, on an up, upward uh, spiral. We, uh, we head over to uh, Warrington um, and take on Lebanon. They've got a couple of players who... You know, we'll, we'll be of note to, to people, Mitchell Moses, of course, and Adam Dewey. So I've got a couple of names there, but um, it's a game that we're, we're expected to win. And, of course, um, boys are nice and confident and training pretty well. Yeah, so on the subject of training, we know Madge is a, is a taskmaster. There were some comments suggesting he hasn't <laughs> he hasn't smiled yet. But how how is he feeling about progress? You've got to know what Michael Smile, uh, Michael uh, Maguire's smile looks like. It just he smiles, but you don't see his teeth. You see, so it's sort of like a different thing. Um, it's been it's been great. Um, you know, the, everyone when uh, the Thailand test was on in June, sort of couldn't wait to get everyone back together again. And so having the grand final boys um, rock up um, this week and and added to what happened last week is um, you know taking it to another level again. Um, and the detail around training and the speed, uh, the way they execute, um, it's been fantastic. I guess the blessing in disguise is it's been really, really good weather, um, Stephen, up here. Um, we sort of have 15 degrees today. We've got a beautiful training venue out of Harrogate, um, which is about 20 minutes out of York. Um, and it was just blue skies all day. And the last, you know, we, we had one shower um, for about half an hour in the last three days. So if, um, if the weather stays like this, we're, we're in for a treat. But we also realise that... Uh, Things can get a bit bleak up here too, so we'll take the good stuff while we can. Mate, we, we noted that Joseph Tuppany uh, sort of didn't finish training with a bit of a knee complaint. Is that okay? Yeah, he'll be fine. Um, it's sort of like uh, if any of the guys get a little bit of bump or a bruise and, the, and they're not really sort of sure that they can they can punch on through it, there's no, no, no point sort of going hold for leather because intensity and, and training has been, been exceptionally high. Um, and that's been something that um, the coaching group have wanted to do um, is to treat the uh, some of the training sessions a bit as, as match or above match intensity because the next you know the pool matches with all due respect to the other teams we, we should win um, and so therefore we need to train at a higher level than possibly what the game is going to be played at and um, the guys have sort of bought into that really well. Interesting, Chuck, that you mentioned uh, speed and execution. Are they two pillars of this campaign? Yeah, sure. Well, you see um, what won the NRL, um, and that's two, you know, um, ingredients and character traits of uh, the Penrith Panthers um, in particular um, that have won them back-to-back titles. Um, you know, base speed, sure, is one thing. Um, speed of execution and handling is another. 
um, and, and, you know, in speed of your detail or, or, of being in the right position or, or getting to the right position. So there's a, there's a lot involved. Those, those words are, you know, uh, they're accountable words um, and the guys know how um, and, and when to apply them. So it's, it's been really, it's been really fresh, you know what I mean? If there's a ball go down, there hasn't been too many, but there has been some. You know, you just see the guys, they just automatically pick on, go to the next level um, and don't let that really affect them. But you can see the disappointment in it, you know what I mean? So it's a, it's a good group. Mate, how's Joey Manu's fitness? Joey's good. He's been um, like uh, sort of doing some sort of real basic core drills. Um, obviously, he's going to play fullback and, um, you know, high balls. And, you know, we don't really have a Matt Burton who can put floaters up to him. And especially when I try and do them, they don't only go about 10 metres high. Couldn't even <laughs> kick it over a 10 metre swing yeah. um, board. But um, so, but there's a couple of guys getting a little bit better at that. So he, um, he knows some of the stuff. You know, having played centre for most of it and now um, shifting back into a fullback role. He's going to have some other stuff come his way. So it's actually been quite nice to work with him one-on-one with, with, um, at times at training. So, you know, retrieving balls from in goal and all the stuff that good fullbacks do. So, um, yeah, no, but he's, he's good to go. How much work is Kieran Foran going to get in this campaign? Or is he there as a backup slash mentor for some of the younger players? Oh, I think you'll find Kieran will um, get a lot of work in this um, campaign. Um you know, like you don't want to automatically pigeonhole Kieran into a position, but he can cover in the halves and at hooker, and becomes a really useful player if they want decide to put um, Kieran on the bench as well. Um, and so, you know, depending on the minutes, like the Brandon Smith, it will be hooker, of course, plays. And Brandon's quite capable of playing eighty, depending on the pace of the game and um, the sort of shape he's in. So, so Kieran could be a real useful, um, or he will be useful. You know, not good, he is very valuable. Um, to, to what this campaign will need. And he's durable to, you know, Karen, how often he's really get injured, you know what I mean? And if you just chuck him in, he just gets in and plays football anyway. So, Is it is it fair to say Karen, when you look at him, has a bit of old old school mongrel about him and, and, an, and a resilience that a lot of young players can learn from? Um, for sure. I mean, um, one of Kieran's greatest strengths, you know, is, is that he doesn't mind getting sat on his ass at the, at the contact line. So he takes, always takes the ball to the line and, and 90% of the time ends up on the deck, whether he's still got the ball in his hand or whether, whether he's offloaded it. So he doesn't mind taking it all the way there. Um, and other people, you know, don't enjoy that, but Kieran certainly doesn't worry him. So, um, and on top of that, he, he has a skill set um, suited around that as well. So, um, yeah, I mean he's um, you know he's getting on a little bit now, but you want to see how how energised he is by this group. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, he's, he's enjoying himself here. And we and when you look at this group, I don't think I've seen that many good players battling for spots in a Kiwis team. Yeah, for sure, I, I agree with that. Even in the back row there, you know, um, Ice probably. Um, uh, but Nakora, you know, um, Kenny as well. So, you know, there's only two back rows they, they can pick and, and then the bigger guys up front besides, you know, Isaac Lee Yu and then even Joseph Tarpany who plays in the middle and Jared's not even available at the moment, Nelson and Jesse. Yeah. So, I mean, at the moment, it, it looks fantastic because everyone's pretty much fit and, and chomping at the pit, you know what I mean? And and uh, us swingers don't really want, want to even run the ball at training, you know what I mean? So, because... <laughs> Hit you on your backside and, and it hurts, but um, <laughs> so, um, but, 
But yeah, it, it is, you know, but it's only early um, and, you know, it'll be good to get a start um, against Lebanon and then um, see where we go from there. How important is it to make a statement in every match? Because let's be fair, you've already mentioned that, you know, there are most of these pool games you should win. But you need to make a statement yeah. because you potentially face Fiji in the quarterfinals and then a semi final against Australia. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, no, uh, no matter really how it pans out, we we expect that um, there's going to be um, Australia in a semi and, and then possibly Fiji or someone else in the quarter, like you say. But um, and then when you want to make a statement in every game, well, I think you you sort of narrow that down to. Attacking-wise, uh, your your governor is, is how well you execute, um, and and obviously you know you'll score some points with good execution, and then defensively is you know maybe trying to keep a keep a clean sheet, you know what I mean, and and reinforcing the importance of that, and and then also reinforcing the importance of the detail. Um, if you don't keep a clean sheet, but even if you do, then you know why you did, and also you know there'll be some times where we're obviously going to be stressed. And, and stretched, and um, then then you you jump into that detail and, and, and grow the group a bit off the back of that. Who's been standing out at training? Oh, you can't, you can't put one on it. I, I mean, um, oh, no, because there's been so many moments where you sometimes just get caught watching, going, "Holy smoke, look at that!" But um, yeah, no, they've um, they've all been top shelf, um, Stephen. I mean. To be fair, they were top shelf before the six guys from the grand final arrived up here, and and then throw throw those guys into the mix as well. Um, we haven't quite got enough numbers to go thirteen on thirteen at training, so they brought a couple of young kids in from the local um, York FC club, and um, yeah, so the, their eyes are peeled backwards, um, but they're, they're coping, so which is is perfect. But yeah, no, you couldn't name sort of one person who's been sort of out and out above anyone else. That, that would be unfair. Chuck, I know you're deeply embedded in, in the camp as their kicking coach, but I know you're also incredibly realistic about this game. Just, some, just someone, just someone, just someone to blame. <laughs> well, okay. If they if they start spraying spraying them out of the full year, hey, you don't talk like that. That's not the go, Stephen. No, they'll they'll be fine, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, hey, you you brought it up, pal. I I, I just want, I just want to know. Realistically, everything's great at training, but. Where does your confidence sit with this team? Um, oh, really, really high. Um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, they can win this thing. Um, uh, and, you know, like, uh, that's our intention. Um, and so there'll be confidence around um, doing that. And um, there won't be uh, an ego around it in terms of, you know, like, I think it's already done. But, and, but there's a sense of really um, enjoying what this is about. You know what I mean? So we're, we just want to get a get a start and, and really rip into it. And you know, when guys play rugby league, they play for a couple of um, reasons. You know what I mean? They want to win World Cups. They want to win you know all premierships. They want to play for their country. They want to play for their family. You know, and, and they tick three out of those four boxes here at this World Cup because you know, like uh, if you ask the players, you know, yeah, they might say, well, what sort of stand on their cap, but they'll, they'll say, well, you know, do you play in a World Cup? And you think, well, no, but I actually won a World Cup. Is what we want to say. So, you know, like there's there's that in this group for sure. Wow, oh, okay. Uh who are you, who are your key kickers uh, this campaign? Yeah, we we're sort of not um not particularly one of our strengths as we don't have a you know uh, 
first choice NRL club kicker, but um, we've got some guys that can, can steer it between the posts. So Jordan Rappin did a really good job for us in the Tonga test and has worked reasonably um, hard on it during the year, um, knowing that there was a bit of a void there. Um, and he was likely to, to, to get an opportunity. And um, Dylan Brown will get an opportunity um, in the next game or two as well. He's kicked goals as a junior, hasn't sort of kicked a lot of Parramatta, obviously, or any at Parramatta. With Mitchell Moses is sort of like stolen on the show there, um, and rightly so. But um, he's enjoying it, um, and so we're getting some work in with Dylan. So between the two of those guys, we should have it covered. And um, yeah, there's a couple other guys sort of like uh, maybe as a third backup, but um, those two should sit at the front of it anyway. Will will uh, Madge be just rotating the squad in this early pool stage? Um, no, I don't think that's sort of like uh, the way he'll go. Um, he sort of like uh, will throw some guys out there um, to get an opportunity, but he also needs to make sure that guys can gel and who haven't played together, get, build sort of simple combinations, you know, in terms of, you know, Brandon playing, he plays a different style of football when you play with Brandon Smith and you sort of, if you miss the jump when he goes um, and you're trying to organise something out the back, then that's not what we want, so... Um, yeah, no, he'll he'll find the balance um, in terms of you know like people will get opportunities um, for sure, um, and 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 there'll be some opportunities sort of given to people by by injuries as well. But um, Madge won't rotate it for the sake of rotating it. He'll be looking for his best combinations. All right, and one final thought that's completely left of centre: uh, Desi no longer at Manly. What did you make of that? Did you see it coming? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, nah, well, yes and no. You know, we still read the papers over here while we're over here. And, um, you know, uh, for Desi, I actually, you know, it's the first time Desi hasn't had a job. Well, it's only been a day or two, isn't it, really? But, um, I mean, he's always coached. Um, he even went to, you know, to the dogs straight off the grand final when he was at Manly. I, I remember that being the time. And then when, when he came out of the dogs, he went straight back to Manly. So every year, he's never had like a, a little bit of a, a break or a year off or anything, so it's quite a stretch um, for this. Um, so yeah, no, um, yeah, no one likes seeing the coaches moved on, but um, and this one sort of was a little bit out of the blue, really, um, without Tom Dravojevic in their team. Um, they generally struggle, um, and of course, Tom's been hammered by injuries the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so the big the big question is now, you know, I mean, because. Tommy Trovojevic and the Trovojeviches are really close with Desi and that, so watch the space. Oh, oh, you know something, or are you just throwing that one out there for the hell of it? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know. What, how, would I, how would I know, Stephen? Hey, hey, hey here's, here's, here's one for you, Chuck. Is 2023 our year for the dogs? Hey, whoa, what about that? Yeah, hey, I, I saw hey? Cameron Cameron Serraldo started work today, so he was there at Belmore with a, with a crew around him. Um, so yeah, I'm hey, I'm interested to see what else they can add. So yeah, of course it's our year. I mean, I, I don't think it'll be a year where they can maybe you know like take a title, but uh, definitely play some finals um, this year. You'd you'd imagine. So um, hey, and maybe with some other unrest at other clubs, as we just mentioned. There might be some player movement. So uh, have we got any money in the cap? I'm not sure. But uh, we'll see how we go. Okay, final, final thought. Have you found some good places to go for a jog? Oh, everywhere. Um, There's, uh, don't worry about um, too many places to jog. There's um, so many uh, 
ale houses around here that I've had a nice stroll to. And, and, and we're just about to, just about to go out and watch Manchester United play in the European League as well. So it's actually yeah, it's been quite oh. quite a treat. So no, we we know how to enjoy ourselves. We know where to find the right places, Stephen. That's okay. Yeah, don't I know that? Hey, mate. Uh, <laughs> best of luck for this campaign, buddy. Uh, everybody's genuinely excited about. It. So go well and uh, don't misbehave. And and these guys are um, really representing the country well too. You want to see the people of York have already bought into the culture and stuff, and we've had a couple of receptions and what have you. And when they see the guys walking around off the training and that, they're all jumping around. So yeah, they're doing the country proud, mate. It's all good. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Okay. Cheers, pal. Yeah, lunatic. <laughs> For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.